what began as an experiment to bring my 11-year-old daughter into my business has evolved into our young creators. A podcast, a training center, and a movement dedicated to equipping kids with real-world marketable skills so that they can fund their own brighter futures. We're here to inspire you to turn consumption time on devices into creation time and use technology as a tool to bond and not bicker with your kids. Join us each week as we share the inner workings of our partnership and bring you stories from guests of all ages and from all walks of life on our quest to nurture and to celebrate our young creators. Welcome back to Our Young Creators, the podcast. Our guest today is Simon Marcus, the CEO of PIPA. Now, you've heard me talk about PIPA before on previous episodes, and it's my new favorite tool to get my podcast up and running quickly and easily. Simon, I would love to welcome you to the show. You know, it's such an honor to be here. Thank you so much. Uh, and we've just been thrilled to have our young creators with Pippa and, and now you know, coming full circle to be able to appear on your podcast. Thank you so much. Absolutely. And, you know, one of the things before we dive into your story is I have to just say that the level of service you give to podcasters is incredible. I was previously using a different company for hosting and, you know, you know the story that it was just problem after problem after problem and the service was just getting buried in emails and just never getting answered. So I want to first start by saying thank you. And that was one of the deciding factors for me to switch because it was a a big process to switch hosting companies after 100 episodes. But so far, it has absolutely been worth every moment we spent in the transition. So thank you. Oh, it's such a pleasure. And you know, that uh, that really does validate a lot of what got us started with, with making Pippa is that there are these content creators like you who put a lot of work and a lot of time and effort into, into crafting your show and, and making it great. And it feels like the tools and the service should be up to that standard too. So that's really what, um, what got us motivated to, to build this out. Yes, and again, I cannot vouch for that enough. So I want to go back to pre-PIPA. I want to hear about how you kind of got on this journey, how you got to working with podcasters and software development, and just take us back to what that journey has looked like for you. Sure. I've had a, a pretty varied and diverse background. I came from South Africa. That's where I grew up. And uh, I actually came to the USA in uh, 2010 to do grad school in philosophy. That, that's how I arrived here. And this was now just about eight years ago. I went to do grad school at uh, NYU, philosophy, loved it, loved the teaching, loved uh, the teaching in a way a little more than the research. And, uh, but I, I, wasn't, I wasn't entirely drawn to being an academic. And so I went to work at TED, uh, which I'm, I'm sure you're familiar with the TED Talks. 
and it's it was a fantastic environment, a really great place to to kind of keep that intellectual muscle stimulated, but to be out in the real world a little bit too. So when I was at TED, I was working on editorial and analytics. And I'd say that that definitely sparked my initial interest in thinking about new media and how people engage with them and how we can produce better content and measure it more effectively. And so that then in a way was the kind of germ for what would later become Pippa because it was around about that time that I, I finally started listening to podcasts. I guess I was a little late to the game, <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I had, I had so many friends who were yelling at me, Oh, you've got to listen to this podcast. Oh, you've got to listen to that one. Uh, and now of course I'm that friend to, to my friends yelling at them about what they have to listen to. Uh, but, but fortunately it's become, it's become much easier to, 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 to get into podcasting and to, and for, for, there's just been stunning growth in terms of listenership, but it felt to me like on the creator side and on the, uh, on the production side and on specifically the publishing and analytics side, there was a, a lot kind of left to be desired. So, you know, fast forward a couple of years after Ted, I had, uh, I gone and worked at my brother-in-law's startup. I uh, set the first CFA exam to learn more about finance and economics. And I was starting to get a, a bit of a better hit for business and felt like I should, I should stick to something that I kind of know and understand a little bit. And in this case, the, the things that I, I felt like I had a good grip on were, uh, were, were content and technology and, and where they intersect. And so specifically decided, hey, let's, let's, let's go about understanding podcasts and how they work. And, and it's an interesting environment as, you know, as I'm, you know, you've, you've been involved with it much longer than I have, you know, a hundred episodes in that's, that's a real achievement. And I guess what was interesting to me was, was just the things which seem kind of out of step with, uh, with existing kind of media. So if, if you think about how simple it is to, to, to manage video and to, and to sh we can share articles, we can share videos, we can share text and images with such ease, but things like sharing podcasts, not so easy. When it comes to distribution, you know, th there are all these interesting technical challenges, which I felt were uh, really should be addressed. And where I felt like after having done the homework and the digging and understanding the technology there, felt like, oh yeah, we, we can build something better. So I was lucky enough to, to find just the best team of people to work with. And, um, and, and we got started. My, my co-founder was, uh, his name is Erwan. And he was working at iHeartRadio as a, as a mm. web developer there. And uh, he and I basically got, got started on this thing, bootstrap for just about nine months. Uh, we did that before we joined a technology accelerator program called Techstars, which is a, a, a really wonderful accelerator and, and incubator for developing early stage technology companies like ours by giving them mentorship and connections and investment as well. So that was really a, a good turning point in terms of our ability to improve the product and understand our customers and start to hire a bigger team to make this more of a reality. So since then we've, We've expanded. We're now five people, still mostly software developers, which has been great to be able to deliver good products quickly. 
Um, and and we're, we're, we're growing at, at quite a good pace right now. We've, besides just growing on our team side, we've, we've now been able to expand our reach of podcasters quite a lot. So our, our numbers have, have literally doubled month over month for mm-hmm. the last three months, which is just wonderful. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's an exciting time. Um, and yeah, we're very proud of that. And just trying to make sure that we keep the, um, keep the service quality really high, even as we grow and maintain some of the things that, that really, uh, excited us about this business to begin with. Thank you so much for sharing that story because I love that you have a very varied background and all those things put together is how you got here. And that's kind of how I view my life as well. I've lived a lot of different you know, walks of life, lots of different hats I've worn, but the sum total of those things now creates something that's really just exciting. And, and you mentioned new media, and I want to talk about that a little bit because I work with a lot of families and kids, getting kids to come into this world of audio and production and really diving into tech because, you know, they're spending a lot of time on their devices, and I would yeah. love to be able to help them and their parents turn that time into creation time so they can become the next podcasters they can be the next software developers they can really lead the pack as far as being innovators for their generation so tell me more about new media and where you see it going particularly for listenership of podcasts and maybe kids and how they might play into this whole puzzle i think those are great questions and i like that you're nudging people to be not merely consumers, but creators as well. And certainly there is a, uh, it's way too easy just to scroll through Facebook and just consume, consume, consume. But there's something really exciting about being a creator. And truthfully, the, the tools are more accessible than ever. And when it comes to podcasting, I think this is especially true because of the relatively low bar to entry when it comes to uh, the, the kind of equipment you need, you don't need a lot. You, a, a microphone would be great, but you can really use your phone and you can use mm-hmm. your computer and you can, you can get set up creating a show very simply. And I think for, uh, for, 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 for younger podcasters, this is an especially kind of exciting thing because we're starting to see new technologies emerge around audio which will definitely shape the future of, of, of the way that we're all consuming content. So uh, when it comes to Google Home and Alexa, we're seeing what people are realizing is just how powerful audio is. It's not the kind of thing that is supplanted by video or replaced by video. It's a completely distinct modality, and it's one which is here to stay. Yes. Uh, audio is something that we can do while we do other stuff, whether that's, uh, you know, running or biking or doing the laundry or just waking up in the morning. Mm-hmm. It's something which, uh, which can stay with us and which has a distinct kind of impact upon ourselves. And so I definitely think that we should look with some kind of ambition and optimism at how younger people can use this tech to to create some exciting new audio adventures. Absolutely. And thank you for saying that we can literally use our phone because when people are new to podcasting, one of the challenges they tell me about is they're a little scared about the tech. 
And we break it down and say, really, all you have to do is press record and you can share the audio with anyone. And now at Pippa, you've made it so easy for us to be able to record it, literally upload it and distribute it across multiple platforms. And I got a notification from you today, which I was excited about, that it's over, my podcast is now over at Spotify. So I love that with literally the click of a button, podcasts can now be syndicated on so many platforms, saving so much time for Mm -hmm. content creators on the back end, because before it used to be a really manual process to get all those, grab this, copy, paste, put it there, put it there. So again, you know, another thing where I just think that Pippa is really outshining the people who are out there doing this is that you make it so darn easy. And I, and again, I just Thank don't have enough words of, of gratitude for that because literally, I mean, you're saving me hours every week and I just so appreciate that. Oh, I'm so pleased to hear it. Thank you. That, that's really kind. And, and yeah, you know, it's, it's great that this is now on Spotify. Frankly, the, the more places people can listen, the better, uh, the easier it is for them to get content, uh, the better. You just want your, your show heard as, uh, as, as, as often and as easily as possible. Makes sense. Absolutely. Yes. And, and that's another positive about podcasting because unlike video, I mean, you can listen when there's no Wi-Fi. you can literally yeah. be in the middle of the woods and you can take someone's message and their brand with you wherever mm. you are. And that mm. there's something so powerful about being able to reach people at all, you know, in all walks of life, in all mm. areas of the world that have access to these podcasts. And, and again, it's, a great it's point. such a powerful platform. Yeah, totally agree. I'm, I'm really pleased you feel the same. Absolutely. Hey, so what, what advice would you give to kids and their parents if they're, if they're thinking to themselves, you know, I like technology, I don't know what I want to do with it, what would you recommend are some steps that they can start exploring different platforms and finding out what resonates most with them? Yeah. I mean, so when it comes to thinking about starting a podcast, the, the thing is, I think, to, to be gentle with yourself and to realize that starting out is going to be tough, as it would be with absolutely anything, but to realize that the stakes are, are, are low. Don't, don't put that pressure on yourself. Just, just try something. And if it doesn't work, try something else. Uh, so in this case, start with an idea that grabs you. you know, it, it could be anything. Start with the stuff that you like to talk about or think about. Something, a, a, great, a great way to do it as well is if there's something you're trying to learn about, why don't you make a podcast about that? Like if you're trying to get, maybe you're trying to get started in, 3D printing or woodworking or who knows what it is. Maybe you're, you're excited to learn more about anime or, or some other topic that interests you. Why don't you try to document the process of you learning about this? And like, if, if that's the thing you're trying to, you're trying to, uh, you know, swat up on, get, get more, uh, get more information about, start a podcast about, about you're going through this experience. Hey, I'm, want to learn more about manga and anime and uh, okay, maybe I can interview this dude at the comic store who knows way more than I do. Maybe I can, you know, maybe we can watch some, some films and, and, and uh, you know, excerpt bits and pieces of that and then talk about it. There are all these ways to use your own interests as a jumping off point or a springboard mm-hmm. for getting into podcasting. And I think the idea is that 
your own enthusiasm will carry through. So if it's something that you're interested in and you want to learn about and that you're excited about, then, you know, that's what makes for a great show at the end of the day. I couldn't agree more. And yeah, and when I talk to people about podcasting, I ask them the question, you know, what could you talk about all day long? What excites you? Why do you get out of bed in the morning? And mm. usually they can list, you know, five, six, seven, 12 things in a matter of, you know, a minute. And that gets them excited about it. And yeah. the idea about documenting your journey when you're learning something new, that's such a profound way to learn. And as a performing arts educator for 20 years now, that's one of my favorite ways to check in with students and gauge their learning is that if they're responsible for having to think about how to explain it to somebody else, mm -hmm. well, learning happens so much more organically and authentically, and it happens for them long-term. It's not they're yeah. for, for an exam and they have to memorize these answers they start internalizing these lessons and internalizing what it is that they know and how they learn and they create their own voice and their own way of being able to be their own teacher. So thank you for sharing that because I think that people often overlook what it is they're good at. And mm. I'm guilty of this too. For a long time, you know, I was looking at other places because I thought that's what I wanted to do or I thought that's what my parents wanted or society was expecting of me. But when I stepped away from that and really said, you know, what is it that I love and what comes easily to me and in talking to other people, they said, well, well, why wouldn't you do this thing? And, and, you know, that's how I ended up in this world of helping parents and kids really use technology as a tool for bonding because it was something I was already doing, but just now incorporating the technology bit. So, yes. Mm -hmm. So many great takeaways from everything you have shared with us today. So I would love to know if you have one parting piece of advice to kids and or their parents about the future and about media in their future. Yeah, so look, I'm, I'm aware that, that this does display my, my, my own background a little bit in this answer, but it's just that um, we're in an in an environment where critical thinking has never been more important. And when it comes to the, the, the onslaught and the, the bombardment of, of media around there, the, your ability to reflect carefully on the origin of the news that you're reading and what it is the content is uh, inclining you to believe and to be able to step back, to unpack all of those propositions to say, Hey, what, what you know? What is it that? Uh, what kind of argument is being presented here, and how is it that uh, th that a an, uh, you know someone who disagrees might respond? A certain kind of listener empathy or reader empathy and critical thinking, I think, might be the most important thing to mm -hmm. cultivate at this stage. Absolutely. And that critical thinking piece, I think, is really key because when I look at how schools are set up and how they organize their day, there's not really a lot of time for critical thinking and problem solving. It's literally kids being told what to do, how to do it, who to do it with, when it's due, and there's not a lot of room for original thought. So being able to cultivate this notion of critical thinking in our kids, I think, is so key to what the future holds and what they're going to unlock by being able to be 
to be able to step back and really, like you said, analyze and listen to things with intent and not just react to them, but really sort of think about what that means, not only to them, but maybe to the bigger world. And from there, then create the response because mm -hmm. with, with the advent of so much media now, it is really easy to get into that trap of hearing the sensational story and having that be so emotional, pulling at your heartstrings, mm -hmm. and that's the whole point but never giving people a chance to then really analyze what it is they're saying, view different sides of every story, and then come up with their own solution. Mm. Yeah, that's exactly what we should encourage, I agree. Absolutely. So, so Simon, if someone is interested in learning more about PIPA or reaching out to you and, and talking about maybe your experience over at TED, how can they best reach you? Yeah, so uh, as, as you'll know, Hilariously, the, the, a very easy way to reach us is right on the pippa.io website. That's P-I-P-P-A.io. And if you hop on there, you'll see the little intercom chat bubble where, hilariously, it comes straight through me and my team and my phone. So <laughs> if, you, if you have a question, hit us up. Uh, it, it really does work. Otherwise, also, obviously, email. I'm simon at pippa.io. Reach me there. And of course, we'd be just delighted to connect with any of your listeners or any of the people who, who you're working with here, uh, especially to encourage young people to, to do this. And we've, been, um, we've had a bunch of students come on late, lately, and we've been able to offer them special discounts because, of course, we don't want cost to be any kind of inhibition to the, the creative work that they're doing. So if you're a student, please let us know. Okay. I will definitely make sure I include all of your contact information in the show notes for this page. And thank you so much for putting together some, some packages for students because, you know, they're really my passion. These, you know, these kids that we're raising up to be leaders yeah. of the next generation, my own 11 year old included. And yeah. for her to be able to have her own platform and share her own stories and for all the kids out there, you yeah. know, that is really what I want to create this, this community of kids who are creating amazing things and who in their own small way are impacting the world really, you know, in a huge way. Yeah. So thank mm -hmm. you so much for hopping on today with us and sharing your story and sharing your amazing software platform. Thank you. Oh, it's a pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. Hi, Mom. Hi, Dad. I may be little now, but I know I'm meant to do something big on this planet. I want to share my story. I want to learn skills now that can help me create a brighter future for myself, and I want to use technology to do it. I want to use technology to create, not just consume. I want to use technology to bond with you and not have it be something we bicker over constantly. I want to become a podcasting family so we can capture our adventures, document my growing up, and to share with others. Want to know more? Head to www aryancreators.com slash podcasting family. I'm ready to spend more time with you and create. Are you with me? Visit www.aryancreators.com slash podcasting family.